Welcome to the Fitness Ethos Podcast. I'm John McNeil, and I use my knowledge of fitness, psychology, philosophy, and mindset to help you achieve your fitness goals. Join me each weekday as I discuss a new topic related to achieving the appropriate health and fitness mindset. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. So, if you go based off Instagram or TikTok or YouTube, you'll see that this new kettlebell workout or this one barbell complex or do this exercise to lose weight for life. And you'd think that's the most effective strategy for fat loss or just overall fitness. But that changes time after time. And if you're like me, you tend to see people overlapping on each other's thoughts. One person will say, well, this study shows that veganism is the best diet. And then (laughs) that same day, a carnivore guy will say, oh, carnivore is the best diet. But I wanted to talk about something in this episode about how sustainability is truly the most effective strategy for any health and fitness journey. So what do I mean by that? Well, when I think of sustainability, I think of long-term, of being able to maintain a level of performance uh, and consistency long-term. That's what I think about when I say sustainability. And that's going to be the most effective exercise routine is something you can do for your entire life. Let's say that carnivore is in fact the best way to eat and that everyone should be eating that way. But let's say you eat fucking steak or you hate fucking steak. You know, I think there may be more things wrong with you than that, but you know, that's my personal opinion. But the point being is if you hate steak, but you know that it's the healthiest thing in the world for you to eat and that's all you eat and you hate your life and it makes you miserable, you're probably not going to stick to that diet. Now, if you like other stuff and it's whole foods and it's healthy, Okay, maybe in that situation, you may not be the most optimal, but is the most optimal once in a while better than doing something slightly less optimal, but more consistently? I would argue no. It's about the consistency. And and that's where this lesson is key is it doesn't matter necessarily what you do in the gym uh, outside of, you know, doing exercises incorrectly that will hurt yourself. But in terms of like, if it's running, if it's playing basketball, if it's weightlifting, if it's kettlebells, if it's, you know, a specific diet, it, it not, none of that matters as long as it's generally healthy and you can do it for your life. Now, if you only eat Oreos for your life, like, yeah, you may see, <laughs> you may see a short term improvement or like, you may be able to sustain that forever. But I would argue that's probably not the most healthy thing. Like, same thing with just eating carbs for every meal. Like, only carbs, I should say. Like, carbs are fine. I'm not going against carbs. But if I just ate rice for every meal because that's sustainable for me, that's probably not the most effective strategy. So there is a little bit of nuance here. But in general, doing something long-term is going to be more effective than doing anything in the short-term. And I do want to take a minute to even address some of the studies because... 
I, I think they're often very misleading because of the time frame they're completed in. I mean, if we look at a six week study, you can see improvement in almost anything. You can say, oh, uh, we did this six week study and if you, you know, ran 30 miles a day for six weeks, we saw vast improvements in cardiovascular activity or whatever. Like, okay, you got better at cardio by running 30 miles a day for six weeks straight. Let's expand that out a little bit. You know, it, if you're getting paid enough or if there's enough incentive, most people can commit to something for six weeks. But what happens if we expand it out? 12 weeks, 18 weeks, a year, two years. Well, one of them's probably going to get injured at least, or some of them are. One of them gets injured, he's going to be running less than the 30 miles a day and his cardiovascular fitness will go out the window. But Or someone may hate running 30 miles a day and they may not be able to continue doing it for their entire life. So they stop doing it and they fall off. That six-week study shows that's super effective. But in the long term, if people aren't willing to do it, is it really that effective? And you see the same thing in health and fitness studies all the time with like strength training where they'll show, oh, this leg press machine is you see more strength gains over six weeks than you would with a squat. But they fail to consider that a squat or a deadlift or some of these more technical movements will see a greater benefit over time as you master them versus something that's very simple that someone off the street can pick up and see more improvement in. So six-week studies are, are often a bit misleading in the sense that they show the improvement there, but what happens if we do it over time? So that's something to even consider is, because you see this all the time, this recent study showed this or X, Y, Z, but consider yourself like, okay, cool, if that is 100% true, is it something that's sustainable for life? Is it something you can do? Is it something you enjoy doing? And if it is, like, okay, utilize that. If it's something you don't want to do, if it's something that you know will stop you from succeeding at, at this journey of yours long term, then I would encourage you to just keep doing what you're doing. A health and fitness journey is highly personalized. and Someone may love running while others love weightlifting. Like, I try getting to running all the time. I, I try doing it to improve my cardio. I try, it, I try so many different things, but I just hate running. If I had to develop a diet around running, I, I just wouldn't be successful at it. That's something I tried all the time. When, when, you think of, when you think of what you need to do to get healthy, and I was an overweight kid, so every time I thought I wanted to lose weight, it's like, okay, I better start running. And I would do it for maybe a week at best, and then I would just start stop because I hated it. I hated doing it. So that was not the most sustainable diet for me because I couldn't sustain it long term. Whereas weightlifting, I don't miss an exercise. I don't miss a workout. I enjoy doing it. So I make my schedule work for me to go to the gym. If it were, if I had to go to the gym to run on a treadmill for 30 minutes, you best believe I would make all the excuses in the world not to do that. So that's where lifting weights is more sustainable for me than if I had just done running. You may be the opposite. You may be the same. But the key is understanding personally what works for you and what makes you sustainable in your health and fitness journey. Because the two biggest keys, in my opinion, to long-term health and fitness success are consistency and recovery. So continuing to show up at the gym not overexerting yourself too much to the point where you can't recover and being able to continue to, to build upon that and have that adaptation response, continue to increase strength, cardio, whatever you want. But the main thing here, as I wrap up, is just 
consider the long-term viability of anything before you consider doing it. Just because this Instagram influencer is saying, I lost 50 pounds doing this one exercise, doesn't mean it'll work for you. So put a little extra thought into it. Really do your due diligence and think, is this a practice that will be sustainable for me in six months, in a year? And use that to help guide any additions you make to your journey. But I recommend to keep it as simple as possible. Do what you love and just be able to maintain that long term and you'll see great success. So that's all I have for you guys today. Until next time, I'm John McNeil and this has been the Fitness Ethos Podcast. Thanks again, everyone.